We are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Saturday, July 1st. Uh, free agency started the other day. We had a live stream. A bunch of you guys tuned in, and we appreciate that very, very much. A uh, lot of stuff has happened since then. A lot of signings. Uh, some Celtics news sprinkled in there, which, of course, we will be starting with. Um, and, and let's just get right into it. The Boston Celtics signed O'Shea Brissett in free agency. We did a whole video live react or not live reacting, but reacting to the move right as it happened. Uh, watch some of his highlights. A breaking news reaction. Yeah, exactly. When we were on it. the Celtics that one time. So if you want to see our, our initial reaction to the signing and some thoughts about his highlights, check there. But we can at least discuss the move here. O'Shea Brissett, uh, six foot seven forward who has spent the past three seasons um, with the Indiana Pacers. He is 25 years old, I believe. I'm pulling up the basketball reference now. Uh, 25 years old, just turned 25 11 days ago. Uh, six foot seven, small forward slash power forward, uh, averaged six points, three and a half rebounds last season on not very good shooting splits. I will also say he didn't really have a consistent rotational role last season. He only averaged 16 minutes a night for the Pacers, uh, and that's after 24 uh, in 2020-2021 and then 23 the year prior. So he really took a dip in his rotational role this past season, probably due to he the really had a big 2020-2021 yeah. season. Yes, 11 points only, on 48% and 42%. Not bad. He, he did only play in 21 games, and so it, it was a shorter season with the Pacers that year. Um, but the past two seasons prior to this past year, he played really well for Indiana. Um, but his role was really scattered. Uh, you know, he's going from playing 30 minutes a night to six the next night, then 25, 19, 15, 20, 13, 3, 17, 26. Like, he just didn't have a consistent place in the rotation not that he's going to have that in Boston either, um, but I, I, all I'm saying is don't take his struggle-filled season this year. Like you can't take Peyton Pritchard's struggles or you know consistency issues this year at face value because you know he can be a rotational piece somewhere because he's shown it in the past. Uh, O'Shea Brissett, though, uh, from stuff I've seen in the YouTube comments and our videos, from stuff I've been talking to other you know Celtics writers about, good cutter, very you know long wingspan. Uh, you know, athletic guy, solid has the potential at least to be a solid defender. He is an okay defender, but he has the potential to be like a pretty good defender in the NBA. Uh, he's got the body for it. Solid signing, two years, both minimum uh, years, and there is a player option on the second season. It, it, it's a nice roster filler, you know, guy who can maybe play some rotational minutes for you if you need him to. So good signing, Brad Stevens. Yeah, they needed wing depth. It's the first thing I mentioned in the breaking reaction, and they got it, right? They got somebody that can shoot a little bit. Career 34% shooter from distance, not the best, but there's been promising stretches there. Of course, yep. it, with the Celtics, he's going to have more open looks, more comfortable shots, yeah. and better chances to succeed, which is an important thing. If he's able to give them something defensively that's a plus, you're going to see him earn more minutes that way. With the potential departure of Grant Williams, which I'm sure we're going to talk about, um, kind of looming. We don't know what's going on with him yet. There hasn't been anything on him. It's been over 24 hours as we're recording this since the free agency period opened or moratorium, really. You haven't gotten any Grant update. You've got a ton of other updates on guys that went to teams that Grant may have been headed to. So 
kind of seeing options dry up for him. So maybe he comes back, but regardless of Grant being on the team, not being on the team, it's great that they brought in more help for that wing possession behind Tatum and Brown, because they really need it. They didn't have anybody to turn to in the playoffs and it felt like it hurt him at least a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Uh, having that extra guy in the rotation, uh, somebody athletic, at least like Sam Hauser, solid player. And I do still think he'll get minutes over O'Shea Brissett, but without even having seen him, you can probably place a nice gamble that O'Shea Brissett's probably a bit more of an active defender than Sam Hauser can be. Not that Sam Hauser has been oh, a bad on. defender. <laughs> hey, hey man, <laughs> not that Sam Hauser has been a bad defender, but he's an attackable defender and there has been limiting success at that. And we we've talked about it as a joke and like, Oh, look, you know, Hauser Island, but getting another athletic guy in here with longer arms who can defend uh, at a reasonably high level. Uh, again, solid signing, cheap signing, really no risk in it. So good, good. Yeah. Move if you pay someone the minimum, there's legitimately no risk. Yep. yep. Exactly. Exactly. Next thing we have, uh, another move the Celtics made on the first night of free agency. It was actually the first Celtics news we got yesterday. We mm-hmm. got it on stream. We were doing our free agency stream again. A lot of people showed up for that, so we Thank appreciate you. it. Yes, Celtics re-signed Kristaps Porzingis, who they just traded for, uh, to a two-year, $60 million contract. The max they could have extended him for was two years, $77 million. So they got him at a pretty good discount. Brad Stevens saving a little money there. As much as $30 million, just like, whoa, it's not a lot of money under the new CBA, especially considering you're getting an all-star caliber player for not a max we contract. We get into guys that make more money than Chris stops on the extension. I'm yes, sure later will. in the show, we've, we've we got be, a little something planned. We're, we're going to be drafting the worst and the best uh, free agency contract so far. So uh, we'll, we'll get, like Sam said, we'll get to some guys who maybe got a little bit too much money, but uh, <clears throat> Porzingis back for two more seasons past this one. So it's similar to the Josh Richardson extension that they gave him when he signed a couple seasons ago, uh, except a longer. So now Christoph Porzingis will be under contract for the upcoming season. And then 2023, or excuse me, 2024, 25 and 25, 26. So they have him for a long while that falls in line with the contracts of, excuse me, Robert Williams and Jason Tatum. Should he accept his player option? Uh, it's in line with those guys. He is now the only, excuse me, the third Celtic, on the roster who's under contract for that season. Again, Tatum, Rob Porzingis that year. Uh, so good, good for Brad getting him in a reasonable deal, especially for a guy that put up all-star numbers last season. Um, save a lot of money. Good for Brad. Yeah. So he's actually taking a pay cut technically to stick with the Celtics for two mm-hmm. years this year, making 36 million will make an average of 30 for the next two seasons. Very good for him. Good. Again, under the new CBA, like Jack mentioned, that's kind of a big land right? Because you're seeing all these guys get massive deals in free agency. If you've been paying attention again, we're going to talk about it later in the show, but Fred Van Fleet getting a ton of money. Uh, Jeremy Grant will make more money than Christoph's Porzingis when he's on his extension. I mean, they landed a guy that's been an all-star before a guy that is coming off a career high in points, career high, uh, second best actually in, in games played for the season. He shot, Almost 50% from the field, almost 40% from three. He gets rebounds. He's able to defend the pick and roll as the the drop guy. That's huge. The Celtics needed that. And we've said it so many times with Horford getting older and Grant Williams' future uncertain. They did need somebody to be this guy that is going to be the, the big guy of the future, the versatile big, the guy that can shoot jumpers from the the front court. Glad they got him. 
I think he's going to play extremely well next to Robert Williams. I, I'm, I'm I very so. much looking forward to that. He, he's going to give Rob a little bit more space to work with down low in terms of the defense being stretched out, more chances for lobs to happen as there's less help defense down there. One guy is going to have to commit to the ball handler and Rob's going to get good looks at the rim. Definitely agree. Uh, speaking of Porzingis, we'll stick with it here. Kristaps uh, Porzingis said hello to Celtics Nation for the first time the other day with his introductory press conference. Uh, we're just going to go through some quotes that came from it. Uh, he's wearing number eight, as we went over the last pod. During an interview with Chris Forsberg of NBC Sports Boston, he revealed that he was potentially going to go with four. Then he looked on Twitter. He's like, oh, these people are saying number eight. And Greens Run Deep, who's a very big Twitter account, Instagram account, <coughs> Celtics guy. Um he was like, I think I saw Greens Runs Deep on Twitter say eight. So I, I think I lean for that. So, that, I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> if, if Chris stops. I actually think four would have been better because I saw somebody say four Zingas. That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been cool. I was about to ask if somebody's worn four since Isaiah, but Carson Edwards. Wore four, Carson so. Edwards, Malik Fitz. <laughs> true, true. So it is what it is. But, no, uh, yeah. not Malik Fitz. Um, Joan Begrin. No. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. Who? Oh, John Juwan Morgan. Juwan Morgan. Oh, yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, Juwan Baker never played. Uh, some quotes, though. Let's start here. Kristaps uh, was apparently asleep when the trade happened. Uh, it was 4 a.m. in Latvia where he was. And the quote from Kristaps, I woke up and saw the trade happen that I was extremely excited and extremely happy. <laughs> yeah, know. so that gives a little bit of insight into why they did not extend the deadline. Uh, he was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's a part of it. <laughs> Uh, another one factor. another one sam i don't know if you've seen this one i want you to react to this when asked if he'll be ready to perform in the playoffs Kristaps provided an honest and refreshing answer who knows but i'm going to do everything i can to help this team i have a taste of it and i know what it's like thoughts has he played yes he has played the playoffs thoughts on the quote uh at least he's <laughs> honest hey i guess honesty usually he, he is doing the first half of undersell and over deliver this is so true. let's hope the second half is coming. I guess you can't get too mad at that because I mean, he's just tendering expectations. Then if he sucks, he can be like, look, I told you I was just going to do my best. Yep. Yep. Chris Dobbs has played in 10 total playoff games in his career, uh, all in Dallas. He only played in three his first season in Dallas. I, I think he got injured, I would assume. Um, and then he played in seven in the bubble. Bubble year, seven games. 13 points, five rebounds, one assist, 47% of the field, 29% from three. Not very yeah. good. He was rough three. in both of those series mm-hmm. he was in, I believe. Three ga- Actually, three games he played before injury, 24 points, 8.7 rebounds, 52% from the field, 53% from deep. So not too okay. bad in those three games. The there. seven games may not have been the bubble then. The seven uh, you're games right. It wasn't the bubble. You, the... You're right. You're right. You're right fake fan cardboard cutout yes, season. You're right. I read it wrong. Because uh, I remember he was terrible in the, the last go he had yeah, the Mavs. Yeah. Yeah. Middling success there for Kristaps, but in the playoffs. But uh he'll have another chance, hopefully, knock on wood, unless something goes disastrously wrong. Uh <laughs> he has never played a playoff game with actual people there. Or at least a full arena. This is true. He'll yeah. get a taste of the garden. Another quote, Porzingis called it a, quote, extremely easy decision to come to Boston and said he's thrilled to play for a, quote, historic and, quote, iconic franchise uh, fresh off a career season. He's entering his prime. He's excited to play in Boston. We knew this before the deal happened. It was one of his preferred destinations. It got done at, at quite the cost. But Porzingis is here. He's excited. Fun. Cool. 
Glad he wants to be a Celtic. That's a leg up on, you know, it feels like some Mm -hmm. other guys on the team. Yes, agree. (laughs) When asked about the notion that he could be the missing piece to put Boston over the top, Porzingis grinned and eagerly made his vision clear. That fire that I got from that idea is going to gas me up for the rest of the summer in my time here. He's hyped. (laughs) Porzingis is hyped to be in Boston. Yeah, he actually had no idea. And then he was like, oh, wait. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I can like, help this team. We, we can win a yeah, title. Oh my god! Well, he's During so the used Forsberg to interview. He's so used to competing for the Knicks and the Wizards that he's really hyped to. Uh, <laughs> well, he, he did absolutely torch the Celtics in that this is true. game after Brogdon was like, "We want the one seed." Mm-hmm. Porzingis came up, lit him up without Kuzma, without Beal, and well, they beat the Celtics by twenty points. We can put a positive spin on it. Maybe he saved them from getting the one seed and getting bounced by the Heat in the first round. <laughs> well, instead, they just wasted months of our time. But they did get us views. So I was going to say, yeah. Sam, it's not a waste. It's not a waste. Yeah. Uh, quote from Missoula. I think Kristaps will make our team better, and I think he, he'll he make our locker room better as well. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Sure. Do we, uh, do we have anything to dispute that? No, I just... I, I think I saw some people on Twitter pick out the Hellmaker uh, better. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I, I can see where that could be a dig. I don't know. Just, it was just now like that I'm a, hearing I, it. Yeah, I'm like uh. it was an eyebrow razor. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hmm. But I feel like if there is any truth to that, we're going to start hearing a lot of things come out. Mm-hmm. That's what it but feels like. Last thing, this was tweeted by Jay King of the Athletic. Joe Mazzulla said the addition of Kristaps Porzingis and his post scoring will give the Celtics ways to attack defenses that have given them challenges in the past. Wonder what they could be talking about there. I, hey, man. The zone. Mystery. Yeah. <laughs> it's only mystery. been four years. <laughs> uh, no, in all seriousness, though, I, I think Kristaps – I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to pat myself on the back too much here, but I, I was saying this before it happened. I, I am very happy that one of my quote-unquote crazy sure trade ideas, or at least trade targets, came to fruition. I was very I don't excited. even know if your idea was that crazy. Like, you kind of got uh, it all right. It, the, at least the first crack you had at it, like it was brought in and then a bunch of extra stuff. Throwing Rob in there was too much. I yeah, guess. so they got a discount. You were more than fair about your trade, I would say. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I'm happy with it. I think Porzingis is the perfect fit in Boston. I, I think he's, I said this before the trade was even like a question. I think he's the perfect Al replacement or Al Al like player around the league. I, I think he's genuinely that. And I, maybe that's Brad Stevens vision, uh, vision two, but I'm, I'm very excited for Chris. Yeah. I think you're nailing that one on the head. Pretty much. You've got a guy that can shoot threes, a guy that can block shots, a guy that can defend on the perimeter, at least a little bit to help soften the impact of the Horford eventual age out. Right. So good. Good for you. Extended him. He's under contract longer than Horford will be because Horford will be mm-hmm. next year after that season. He'll be a free agent or yes. retire. Who knows what he's going to do? Probably retire. I would guess. I think the Horford thing is where you really have to start caring about Grant Williams and keeping him around if, if that's know. a transition. Hey, Sam, that's a great transition. Let's talk about Mr. Grant Williams here. Um, I, I mean, I would say the Grant Williams news, but it's really the lack thereof. There, there was no Grant Williams signing. I saw somebody say Charlotte. Really? Not, not official. Not official. Not official. Of not course, official. of course, of course. Interesting. Um, on Twitter, you saw it, I assume. Yeah. Good luck seeing stuff on Twitter. Grant, well, it was. Was it Charlotte or Hornets? 
Uh, oh yes, Michael Scotto. The Hornets are strongly considered. <laughs> excuse me, considering an offer sheet to Grant Williams per Michael Scotto of Hoops Hype. Uh, good, good call there. It, it would make sense. Um, Williams has also received interest from the Mavericks. Charlotte is also in discussions with restricted free agent PJ Washington, who is their restricted free agent on a possible deal. He's essentially their um, Grant. Yeah. Charlotte still has how much cap space do they have? Uh, doesn't look like they have a ton of cap space. For Who's better? Projections. Who's better? Of PJ what? Washington or Grant? Uh, you have a better answer than I do on this. I'm going to pull up the PJ Washington basketball. I, I would as, probably as lean PJ Washington. The defense is definitely questionable, and I think Grant's much better on defense. But I mean, PJ Washington averaged 16 and five last season. Like he's a good yeah. Player. Yep, 16, 5, career 13, 5 and a half, 36% yeah. round up to 37 from three. He, he's, uh, I think he's benefited from a larger role in Charlotte, which is like, that is what it is. I think Grant's a better three point shooter and defender. I think Porzinga, or excuse me, PJ Washington is probably the better player overall. But well, I think the, the fit is the more important thing. <clears throat> yes. And I would say Grant Williams would fit better on more teams around the league, if that makes sense. Okay, so fine. Yep. Put it that way. Um, don't let Grant cook, though. Definitely don't amen. do that. Hey, man. Uh, looking at teams around the league who still have cap space. This is this is. Uh, Let's go through and say the ones that track. don't. Okay. Spot track. So Pacers were a big Grant threat. Signed they still have Bruce a little Brown. bit. They have seven mil. Not a. Not a that's lot. not. That's not anything that's taking him away from the. Only Celtics. two teams have enough to offer Grant an outright contract that wouldn't require some sort of sign and trade. It is the Utah jazz 26 will mil. not. Why? Because they just did the Collins trade. And I'm pretty sure since then it's been reported. They're no longer interested in. Grant. Okay. And the San Antonio Spurs 20 mil. I could see why the Spurs would be interested. Yep. They did not do anything for Austin Reeves, which mm-hmm. we kind of bounced around. Yep. In one of the reactions or the last pod, whichever it that was. That was floated around in the NBA ether. Um, the the Hornets thing is interesting. I don't know if they could clear cap space. Let me let me check it. Like what their their most they could potentially get to is on spot track. Um cap space max. No, no. <clears throat> Maximum possible cap space, 29 million. So they can get into there if they make some some adjusting uh it could be a they don't bring back pj washington sign grant instead sort of thing so they have some room to work with they could potentially bring bring back a grant williams uh rather than pj washington so uh maybe that's an eyes emoji team to look out for um charlotte seems like they're overdue to start competing call me crazy don't have a lot of room to uh make a competitive roster though they're not gonna be good they're just gonna be bad again right and literally a lot of every other bottom team brandon miller in LaMelo's health? Because I think LaMelo has had in and out of the lineup seasons even, over the last couple of years. Even if Brandon Miller is a 20-point-per-game scorer and Miles Bridges comes back, they're still not a playoff team. They're not. Celtics, yep. uh, Milwaukee, Miami. Yep. yep. Cleveland. Yep, New York. New York. Philly, maybe, depending on how their offseason goes. Include them for now. Okay. Uh, the, six. Yep. Atlanta has to be mentioned. I think Atlanta's better than them still. Uh, I think I Detroit's think, do, Orlando's do. Yeah, I mean I'd I'd favor Toronto, Orlando and Detroit. Indiana? Bruce Brown? Oh, Indiana, yeah. Indiana. Obi Toppin, yeah, Drace yeah, Walker. There's a lot of 
a lot of teams that are just even, around. Even the Bulls, I think, could be potentially better than the Hornets at that point. I think the Hornets have a big window of how good they could be. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. It's not know. easy. Um, and, but and anyways, I think you're right. The the realistic thing is that they will not be competitive and they will not be that great. But the East is a conference this year that could be a lot of different things. Pretty good. A lot uh, of teams could be in that not home court part of the playoffs. Yes. Yes. But Grant Williams still nowhere to be found uh, in the free agency. Nobody wants Grant. Mail. Grant is the ugly duckling. Team. Who could have told Apparently. you that? Literally everybody. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, I'm hoping the Celtics still bring him back at this point. That would be pretty cool for me. Uh, no, I, I would I good. would like for the Celtics to keep Grant as well because the piece of Grant that is the most valuable is his role that he's played over the last couple of years. Thank you for doing that. It only took the show. Uh, I should have just said it uh, now that we're giving it airtime. But Grant, over the last couple of years, has played the backup to Horford, the understudy. With Porzingis mm-hmm. coming in and Horford eventually transitioning out, they're still going to need somebody to fill that role, and it can definitely be him. I think he's done yeah. a good job. I think people give Grant a hard time. Probably deservedly so because of his personality. Not that it's a bad thing, but he's easy to pick on. Sure. And, I mean, he does just about all you could ask out of him. You just don't want him to start cooking because he starts cooking and the ball gets kicked out of bounds. Let him cook. Come on. But Okay, maybe not. Yeah, he's he's fine as the backup four. So keep him. If if you can keep him for not a lot of money, I would want to sign him to a multi-year deal, which he 15 to 18. 15 to 18. I'd That's sign him for I, cheap. I, I really think it's Grant or Malcolm, though. Is you know what I'm saying? Like I think if they trade Malcolm, well, Malcolm has a contract. <laughs> I know he does, but I think they either trade Malcolm and bring Grant back, or they bring or sign and trade Grant and keep Malcolm. In terms of long term money, I just think that's what probably Who cares about long term money, dude. For, for the, the way f- the Celtics it, roster is put together, literally, it all comes off at just about the same time. You talked about earlier in the show. It's Tatum. Not, it's Porzingis. not from the like, not from the tax perspective. Like, I don't care about Wick paying the tax in this in this scenario. Obviously, it's got to be even that. In terms even of with ro- the second apron, is that what you're talking no, about? No, I'm talking about in terms okay. of roster building because then there's a lot of restrictions on putting pieces. And I know you're like at that point. Well, you have eight players. Like, who cares? You can't make trades without having like sending out more. There's tons of restrictions on trading. Or you don't have the MLE. If you're over a certain apron, your draft picks fall to the end of the round. In some cases, there's a lot of restrictions that go oh, I didn't this know past. about the draft pick thing at the I, end I'm of the round. Pre- I knew you couldn't I'm trade sure. them. Ooh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's I'm sucks. just saying there's a, there's a lot of restrictions on this. Um okay. Yeah, I get that. Yes. But yes. as far as the Celtics go, the reason why I combat all of this stuff is it does go into roster building, and if you like your core. They're all under mm-hmm. contract for quite some time. You don't really have to worry about re-signing anybody. You have the ability to spend on the guys you want to keep, like Tatum, like Brown. Like You can this spend the max on them. This is a quote. It was previously reported that teams over the second tax apron would be unable to trade their first-round picks seven years in the future. The that line. I knew. Does I did that, not does that know mean... about falling to the end of the round. Mm-hmm. According to Tim Bontempson, wait, seven years in the future, does that mean – you can't trade your the picks that are seven years or more out or the like you can't trade them until seven years in the future. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, like the no, language no, no. There. you can't. So today you can't trade 2030. OK, so it's just one more year in than the rest of the league. 
According to Tim Bontemps and Woj, if those teams continue to exceed the second apron twice in the following four years, their draft pick will fall to the end of the first round. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that goes into it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't know how the players union agreed to that. That's crazy. In terms of long-term money. Because these guys are going to start to get screwed. This isn't like a new take. It's just like, okay, the best, and we're going to, we're going to get into it when we start talking about the free agency, where guys have ended up, what they've gotten paid. These contracts may turn out to look terrible because Mm -hmm. can you really afford to play, to pay a Fred Van Vliet a lot of money? No. Is Fred Van Vliet the guy you want to lose draft picks over to have your draft pick go to number 30? No. The Rockets won't be a cap team, even close, not even close. Okay, fine. But if they decide they want to trade Fred Van Vliet, who's training you for him? Literally no one. No, they better be happy with him. (laughs) Uh, We mentioned Malcolm Brogdon. There is some Malcolm Brogdon news. The Clippers re-engaged the Celtics on a potential Malcolm Brogdon trade per Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports, friend of the show. The Clippers nearly satisfied their long... It's so funny. I have to say it every time, right? I feel like I'm legally obligated. Fisher is one of my favorite insiders, though. Even, even like, aside from him being on our show one time way back when. He's dope. I think his reporting is good. I think the news he puts out is good. I think it's reliable, so... Mm-hmm. I like it. I think uh, it gives you and his podcast, his pod is called Please Don't Aggregate This, which is very funny. That's what uh, we're doing. Yeah, exactly. The Clippers nearly satisfied their long-held wishes for a better point guard play by landing Malcolm Brogdon in a three-team deal with Boston and Washington, but a poor medical evaluation nicks the deal. Los Angeles even re-engaged Boston about acquiring Brogdon in recent days, sources said. <clears throat> Sam, what would you tell the Clippers? Please enlighten me. I would say go take a toothpick, stick it underneath your toenail, and kick a wall. <laughs> That is unbelievably graphic, and I love yeah. it. That was yeah, amazing. that's what I would say on the phone. <clears throat> okay, I would say don't ever call me again. I would say lose my number. Now, I would say I'm going to get a restraining. Would you order. would you swallow the pride if you got a good deal? What's a good deal? Realistically, well, <clears throat> looking like they do have good pieces. That is there anything on the Clippers you really would rather have than Brogdon? Well, you maybe. <laughs> I think Norm Powell is a question. I, I think he's a really good player. He fits the wing a little bit better. Um, I think How tall is Norm Powell? Six four. Uh, let me look for you. Hold up, I'm pulling up the payroll. He is six foot three. He's six okay, foot three, so, so he's a smaller wing. He's smaller than Brogdon. Uh, would you? I mean, <laughs> he's would you rather have like? And he's going to pass less. Like it doesn't matter what position he plays. At that point, he's just small. You're right. Like, you know. Um. I don't know. I, I question whether or not I'd rather have two of their wings over Brogdon. Realistically, maybe not, but I don't know. The, I think we saw something today that it's somewhat realistic that they're going to bring back Brogdon. I forget who put it out. Please do not ask because I don't know. <laughs> I swear I saw on Twitter like the Celtics are while they're exploring Brogdon trades, they're not in any kind of rush to offload him or have a feeling that they have to get rid of him. So I'm not really sure that they burned their bridges with him, which was the big concern for me after the trade news mm-hmm. came out. And if he's cool with being a Celtic, there's not a glaring reason to trade him unless you're really sure. like making out, you know. You well, just can't afford it. You have two guards that are really good right now, Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon. You yeah. don't have the third guy that's the safety net anymore. You got rid of Smart. And the story really was mm-hmm. 
they can afford to trade one, and they did. So you can't trade another because who are you going with after that? Pat Bev's gone. There was rumors sure. that they were going to go after Pat Bev, and he's a sixer. So yeah, uh, Bobby Kravitsky, friend of the show, um, wrote something along the lines of. Perhaps the organization's already decided having Tatum and Brown and Supermax extensions, which would account for roughly 70% of their salary cap, uh, is untenable and that's shaping their current approach. So while restrictive, it's more acceptable to exceed the second apron. Otherwise, it's best to avoid doing so, given the penalties become more severe, uh, which further encumber roster building efforts. And if that's the Celt- the uh, and if the Celtics go with that approach, it's a safe bet to assume assume at least one of Williams and Brogdon won't be back for opening night. So based on like the roster building things, it sounds like it would make most sense for the Celtics to only bring one of those guys back. That's the only reason I would say like it's potential, like maybe you could, you know, consider potential uh, Brogdon trades, but at that point you would have to get a serviceable guard back in the deal, which is, yeah, maybe maybe that's like, I don't know. I was going to say Monty Morris, but he got traded. This CBA stuff is not something uh, I know how to react to just yet. At least from a Celtics perspective. A general perspective, yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't want to pay guys that you don't have to pay. Especially league-wide, these guys get monster deals. Like It's going to handicap not just you, but your ability to make trades and teams' interest in these players and their ability to actually you know, get on rosters Mm -hmm. going forward. With the Celtics, with a team that has the bulk of its talent just locked up for years, how much does it really matter? I don't know. I don't know yet. But I learned about the draft pick thing today. So there's a lot of restrictions. A lot. But of you hope the Celtics pick is number thirty anyway. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Might as well. Uh, last Celtics thing we do have uh, is we talked about Celtics point guards. Eric White decided to uh he looks fly. he looks fly he's bald he does. Derek white decided okay i'm getting clowned for my hairline you know what buddy what hairline it's a good move <laughs> he just it looks he good chopped it i mean this he is a bad picture goodbye. but the the picture that he like was like more ready for looks mm-hmm. good not that one that one yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that pick goes hard look, look at him, him. wow <laughs> It's phenomenal. I, I love it so much. He just said goodbye. <laughs> he just went from okay, got this, and no more. I just thought this was funny. I, think it looks I wanted good. to. Uh, I am pro ball, Derek White. Derek White. He. he I, I think. I think as long as you have a beard, then you can be bald. Sure. Yeah. 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 Bald, no beard is well. That's so. <laughs> if you just have no hair, like you're just a thumb. Sam. Is there anybody on the team that? Sam. Oh, brother, <laughs> you are—you're just. I have a picture of Jordan Walsh on the screen because Jordan Walsh has alopecia <laughs> and can't grow hair. Okay, but that's not by choice. I'm crying. <laughs> you know, if you have no hair anywhere, you're just a thumb. <laughs> Well, oh. I'm sure his agents will get back to us about an appearance. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing! Uh, and I didn't even—I uh, forgot he was on the team. Or I'd say I forgot he was bald. That's amazing. But yes, uh, Derek White shaved his head. I just—I I wanted to to bring it up. I just thought it was funny. I, yeah, I think it looks fly. But um, 
moving on to the NBA section of the show, we are going to go over. So it, well, let me rephrase. We're going to do a fun go, way of recapping free agency. Exactly. Rather than go over literally every single move that happened, which would be impossible, Sam and I are going to rank, let me put the, the thing up here, the five best and five worst free agency deals that went down on days one and two. Um, we're going to use, or I'm going to use at least, Spotrack. Spotrack has okay. a free agency tracker. I'm gonna uh, I will it. link I'm gonna it to you it. in the chat. No, you don't have to. I got it. Are you sure? Yes. And you can sort by value. You can sort by average salary. You can search by max value. You can search by uh, sort by years. It's a very, very good tool. <clears throat> very good tool. So, Sam, would you like to do best or worst? Let's first. start with the best. Okay. I think the worst will be more fun. Do you want first pick in the best or the worst draft? Uh, Best. Okay. So you want to go first here? Yes. Okay. Oh, baby. Best signing, best value, Austin Reeves. Austin yes. Reeves, four-year, $56 million deal to stay with the Lakers. Nobody bullied them into paying him more money. He was expected to garner a big interest, big, I don't know. A lot of interest from interest. other teams with yeah. cap space. Big yeah. market, big market, big market. That's what I was There's the word. For. Maybe a big <laughs> contract. But instead, mm -hmm. he makes less than, what is that? Just under fifteen million a year, fourteen million yeah, a year, four, just fourteen, 14 million 14. a year. Yeah, you know who that's less money than maybe Grant Williams. Who would you rather have? <laughs> this is true. This is true. All right, do I get two now? Yes. All right, first one. Let me let me write yours here. Actually, uh, okay, I'll, I'll write yours down. So Sam drafted uh, Austin Reeves first. Oh, Chad. I know what your first one of your first two picks will be. Oh no, now I have pressure because I don't know if you're gonna say it or not. Uh oh, I know who you're thinking. I just yeah. had my first pick and I lost it. Oh, Herb Jones. That okay. is my first pick. A little is bit he out on of the nowhere. Same contract, I believe he is. Uh very similar one. Herb Jones is set to make I'm losing He's on the same game. contract. Yes, fourteen point zero six two million a year for an all NBA caliber defender who is going to be a part of their core. That's a phenomenal contract for Herb Jones. Great deal. I agree. I know, I know who you think I'm going to go with and a part of me just wants to, I'll just go with Javon Carter. Cause I love Javon yeah, that's, Carter. Is that's that who what I thought? thought it was. Yeah. I love Javon Carter. Javon Carter is going to be absolutely awesome for the bulls. And not only was it a great co contract value wise, he makes, um, let me find it here quick. Uh, it's a $20 million deal for four years. I believe. Yep. Four years, three years, 20 million, 6.6 .6 a season. They need a point guard. They need somebody who can run the offense a little bit. They need shooters. They need three-point shooting. He shot 42% last year. He's going to have a lot of opportunities in Chicago. I, I think he's going to have a really good season. I think he could average like 13 and six for them. He's a very good player. Yeah, I think he's at least a good value player, right? It's yes. not a very expensive contract. You have a lot mm -hmm. of potential there with the amount of flexibility he has to play. He's not going to have a really tight mm -hmm. short leash like he would in milwaukee playing alongside Giannis in a team that's supposed to be one of the top in the league instead he's going to be able to be more free take more risks and maybe flourish so that's a good pickup by them at the very least yeah agree okay now i've got two yes uh my first of the two might be a bit strange. I think Gabe Vincent's a good value pick, too. I agree. That's a great pick. Yeah, that was going to be on I, my board. I think he was a need for the Lakers. 
they they have a decent guard core now with D'Angelo Russell coming back too, even though he's making 18-5. Not the best. Not terrible considering not what terrible. guys are going to be getting. But they lose Schroeder. They bring in Gabe Vincent, who plays a bit more defense and is a bit more versatile of a player in the terms of the roles he can play. Obviously had a good playoff run, killed the Celtics, and yeah, $11 million a year for that guy to come off your bench isn't bad. Not Especially at all. Since he doesn't need the ball as a guard. Yep. Agree. You get another one here. Back to back. Uh okay. Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> Has he signed? He just signed with the Knicks four years, fifty million. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> is is that actually going on your list? Yeah, yeah, I'll put it on my list. All right. It's a good contract. Breaking news. Breaking news on the pod. <laughs> it's all these teams I don't like. They're getting guys. Oh, I was so confused. I'm like, he hasn't signed yet. <laughs> yep. Look at Look that. Down. How about that timing? I think DiVincenzo had a pretty good season with Golden State. He was able to, again, fill in a bunch of roles for them with the Knicks team that kind of has their dominant scoring options in Sorry, place. I was confused as to how the Knicks could afford that, but they traded top in the freed up some space. Yeah. He's <laughs> getting, what, 13-ish million a year? Not bad. Not bad for a guy that started games for the Warriors, played big roles for the Warriors. Shot really he was well on a four and a half million dollar contract. Had good shooting splits. He'll probably start yeah. for them. We think Brunson, Hart, RJ. Hart start last year. Okay, they well maybe Quentin Grimes starts most of last year. Do you start Divincenzo or Quentin Grimes? Like <clears throat> they're similar. Players. I would probably do Divincenzo then. <laughs> Me too. We'll see. Okay, so Brunson, Divincenzo. Uh, Barrett Randall, Barrett, Randall Robinson. Yeah, it's not bad. Hard off the bench, quickly off the bench. Knicks get Hart, better. Hartenstein off the bench. <clears throat> that is a good deal. Hartenstein's a dog. But yeah, uh, I picked Divincenzo. Alrighty, my turn. Draymond Green. Yep. Great Ooh. value for the Warriors. Great. I mean, good value only for the Warriors. <laughs> yes, but that's who we signed with. So that's what. Yeah. Comes. Twenty twenty-five millions, four seasons, hundred mil total. He is an all-star caliber player. You cannot stress the importance he has to that organization did you see the tiktok of him <clears throat> picking no. teams there's a tiktok and it was like uh <clears throat> you know pick your team it gives you it gives you a team around the league and you have to pick a player for the team the wizards pop up he just stops for like five seconds he goes <laughs> he starts laughing he goes who's down in washington still i'll pick kuzma <laughs> and this was before kuzma even signed oh no <laughs> very funny very funny uh my second value pick let me, let me peruse and make sure. Your I, second I set of selections. It's actually your third pick. We'll yes. do a starting five. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, this is my fourth pick. I picked Herb Jones, Javon Carter, Draymond Green. It's my fourth. Oh pick. yes, you did. Yes, you did. Bad, my fourth my pick. Ah, uh, man, this is tough. I have a couple that I, I'm I'm like flipping between, and I'm I'm trying to figure out. It's another one you dislike. Josh Richardson for the minimum is such good value. I'm sorry. Mm. I, it sucks that because broke my Celtics heart. It sucks because the Celtics had some interest in there too. Minimum contract. For the Josh minimum Richardson. they could have afforded him, dude. That sucks. That's my guy, Jay Rich. It sounds like maybe the interest wasn't reciprocated as much because he got traded <laughs> and like that was a potential thing. Um, yeah, great. Miami traded him. <clears throat> what do you mean? No. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was in the Butler deal. So uh, yeah. who knows? Who knows what happens? He's back in Miami. Minimum contract. Phenomenal deal. But yes. Is a good deal. Miami Last gets another free guy that's going to be good for them. He's a good player. He was great on the Celtics. Derek White's better, but he was great yeah. on the Celtics. He was a real bright spot in the first half of that 21 22 season. 
where they couldn't seem to find any sort of consistency. I was really sad to see him go. And yep. I was hoping he would come back, went to Miami. Good, good pickup for them. All right, back to me. Who do I pick? Scrolling through the list. I actually feel like this is a weird one. I think Seth Curry might be a good value deal for Dallas. He didn't do anything for Brooklyn last year, but he's only making four and a half million in a situation where he can play primarily off the ball. He was pretty decent for the Nets when they had a lot of dominant ball handlers playing alongside Kyrie. Durant and of course Harden as somebody sets off a firework. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think that's a good fit for a player like Seth Curry, who's going to just primarily be a spot up off picks off the ball movement guy to be a bailout safety valve for two ball dominant guards and Kyrie and Luca. It's a good fit for him. They could get good production out of him for only four and a half million. Mm-hmm. And I believe they still have the full MLE after Kyrie kind of took a little pay cut in the first year so that's a good good pickup for them oh boy i'm scrolling up towards the top here to look for value yeah man let's see i like i almost sneaky like the kobe white signing too that i was just looking at that yeah i mean you really can't go wrong with that it's just another it's a tradable contract at the very at the very very least 11 million is a very good deal in the new cba it's going to be valuable. It's what one sixth of a max deal now. Yeah. He, he had a great end to last season too. A phenomenal end to last season. At so. the very, again, at the very least they can at least move that teams will take on that deal. That's what I think might actually give it the value because I don't know. They don't have Lonzo. They do need guards on that team because he's just not last. Play. He can't last last 15 games of this past season. He played 27.6 minutes a night, 13.6 points. Uh, 3.9 rebounds, 4.9 assists, only 1.7 turnovers, 52.3% from the field, 44.2% from three. Great end to the season for Kobe White. Thank you for the spa track list. It's very helpful. It's elite, right? Yes. I'm going to Jalen Brown. Is this real? Nope, it is not. Not real. Not real. It's one of those fake notifications from Twitter. Yes. (laughs) 18-year, 1.3 billion. Yes, thank you for that. Um, I'm going to give my last pick, and you have to tell me if it's cheating, and I can switch it if it's cheating. Can I just pick every single Suns minimum contract they did? Uh, they not had... cheating, because I would not have picked them. <laughs> yeah. they. I, I mean, that's they just got so many good players. Like, that's what happens roster. when you have a top-heavy roster. All these guys are like, oh, free, free competitive season. Uh, every single one of these players is signed for under $3 million next season. Damian Lee, Drew Eubanks, Keita Bates Diop, Chimizi Metu, Josh Okogi, Yudawan Nabi. Yeah, they've it's cr- got it's more than just three guys now. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. And also, I know you don't like it. Lakers got a very similar thing. Austin Reeves, Hachimura, bunch of free guys Russell, for the Lakers. Vincent, all solid. Wow. Cam Cam Reddish to the Lakers. Jackson Hayes to the Lakers. Torian Prince to the Lakers. I think we all need to calm down about both Reddish and Hayes as a collective even before this because there's a reason why they just sure. don't stick with teams but i mean the, the past pelicans two seasons, had a chance to offer Hayes the qualifying offer and they just didn't but the past two seasons you've seen players who had middling value go to the lakers and get better malik monk did it played great it was meh in charlotte went to the lakers had a great season signed a big contract. did he have a good season for the lakers i truly don't remember i'm not Absolutely. challenging you i just know he really broke out with the kings 
Malik Monk is the reason he got that contract with the Kings because of the year he had with the Lakers. Malik Monk okay. this past with the Lakers, he averaged 13.8 points uh, on 47.39. Yeah, great season. season. You're right. Better season than when he when he technically just had with the Kings. Me and another example this year, Lonnie Walker didn't catch on with the Spurs. Went to LA, had a real good season with them. Do you have a good oh, season or a good game? Lonnie Walker had a, had a solid season, better than what okay. he did in San Antonio. He averaged 11.7, 1.9 rebounds, 1.1 assists, 45 from the field, 46, or excuse me, 36.5 from three. Uh, he solid never found numbers. his shot or efficiency in San Antonio. Um, so I think there's hope for Reddish and and Hayes. Both can play. I hope not. I wish them the worst. <laughs> fair. Fair. All, All right. right. First pick, worst contracts. Time, time for the real fun. This worst is contract. an easy 1-1. Do it. Well, it's your pick. Your first. Oh, you're right. Oh, Jeremy Grant. I yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I thought you were gonna challenge me and say FEV. No. Jeremy Grant's the worst. Jeremy Grant. Oh my god. It 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 was bad when he signed it, and now that they're like, yeah, we'll bring him back still, even though Dame wants out. Oh my god, that is so much long term money. It is the most. Is it is it the most total value contract on a deal that was signed? It has the total value as at the top. And he's in the top couple. He is the most salary. Yes, it, it was salary. the most money that somebody got yesterday total. Yep. That, like five years, $160 million. That is crazy Like I'd rather just money. sit on that money with these young guys and then sign the right guy when the time comes. Agree. Like, Agree. That's cares? terrible. If Dame's not going to be on your team anymore, then okay, fine. Why pay Jeremy Grant not only a bad yeah. like amount of money for a bad amount of time? Terrible. Yeah. With the Terrible. new CBA that has everyone in a bind, you're going to have a upper tier role player on a $30 million deal for five years as he ages? He I would rather 29, pay... but he's going to be what, 34 by the time they're still paying him $32 million? Is he really going to be effective in that 34 I would rather... season? I'd rather pay Aaron Gordon $30 million than Jeremy Grant, right? Yeah, probably. Terrible signing, and we were all scratching our heads, and then they doubled down when Dame said he doesn't want to play there anymore. All right. Nuts. Uh, This this was a easy – this was essentially the – One-two, back-to-back easy. Yeah, one-two. Fred Van Fleet, $42 million, almost 43 average salary over three seasons – to play for the Rockets. Now they do have room to play around with money, but at the same time, I would say the same thing I said about Portland. You have a young core. Why screw around and tie up all that money now when maybe you get something exciting out of this team and you could be like, oh, Mm -hmm. next year player X is available and he could add something to this team and so could player Y. We can pay both of them at decent salaries. No, it's tied up with Fred Van Vliet, who shoots 40-ish percent from the field. Great. Good, good job, Houston, after you just drafted a point guard. Good job. Uh, second worst, uh, Cam Johnson. I, I hate that. $27 Ooh. million over four years. Oof. That's a lot of money. A lot of money. At 27, so he's going to be 31 at the end of this deal. Mm-hmm. I know – I believe you told me that he got some good numbers when he joined Brooklyn ever since he, he was got traded away. He was pretty solid, so he's kind of earned it, but it's very tough for me to imagine them paying Cam Johnson $27 million when Draymond Green's making $25 million, Kuzma's making less than him, Brooke Lopez. I mean, just let's keep going down the list. All these guys that were on the good draft, let's see Austin Reeves, who would you rather pay? Tough. Tough for the yeah. Nets. 
I agree. They're they're a big er market. Like they're a respectable market. They can get free agents to go play there. Why tie up them? I I mean, I guess you want to keep them because you gave up KD. They like them, like the guys. Also, we didn't go over this. The Knicks are just Villanova now. Brunson, yeah, they are. Enzo and Hart. That's kind of cool. They won two uh, national it, championships together. Bad before. contracts are kind of tough to come by now. They, like there weren't too many awful, awful, awful deals. Uh, I will go to Dylan Brooks though. Twenty million dollars for Dylan Brooks is ridiculous. That's that's so much money. Like I don't know if what? the twenty million dollars itself is the bad four part of that. Years? I think it's the four years is the bad. Of four bad years. What do we do? like? You see so many teams around the league. So many, so many of these teams like uh, Brooke Lopez, two year deal, short term, like good. Karis Levert, two year deal. Dennis Schroeder, two-year deal. You know, Joe Ingles, a lot of money, two-year deal. Four years, Dylan Brooks. That's bad. Dylan <clears> Brooks, like who it. everyone was saying to get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. He is bad. he is the player that goes along with the – well, actually, technically, it was made for Kyrie. But the meme was probably <laughs> most used for Dylan Brooks in the playoffs after mm-hmm. just a meltdown after calling out LeBron. Okay, you have another pick. Yes. Sneaky. Just because I don't really like him, Mo Wagner. Why is he getting eight mil a season? He's not. He's not like because his I brother's a good player. Yeah, I don't think he's. On. <laughs> maybe maybe this is just me being a hater. He put up okay numbers. He averaged ten points, four and a half rebounds, fifty percent from the field, thirty-one from three. Why? Why are we paying him eight million dollars, Warren? Though I, I think that's dumb. I just don't think name it's a good on the contract. Back. And he's a rat. And he's a rat. So Andy is on the uh, rat list. <clears throat> Mo Wagner goes there. Another rat, Max Struess. a year for four seasons. You may be saying 15 million is not that bad. No, it's not. But when your game mostly hinges on one skill, which is shooting, which can come and go, you could very well turn into Duncan Robinson, who's just hanging out in Miami, making $20 million a season. And the fan base cannot wait to get rid of because he's tying up so much money. The contract's less, but it is longer. And who knows? It could turn out to be a very good contract, but I think it could go easy either way. I think the length is tough. These longer contracts with the new CBA are very difficult for me. No, I see it. That being said, Jakob Pertl, and you're going to disagree. I just think, again, four years, $20 million. Are you trading for Pertl on that contract with four years on it? I don't think he's going to finish that whole deal with Toronto. Toronto's got going nowhere. I, I think it's a fine value for Pirtle, but not for the the Raptors. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I don't think they should have been the one to give it to him. Um, right. Two from you um, and then one from me and we're do done. I, does it have to be from free agency or can it be, can it be a contract from, from before? No, can I just ones. So I can't use Vucevic? Oh, no, that counts. That okay. counts. Because so he was going to yeah, be a free yeah, agent. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I don't mean like a contract currently under under thing. Like, yeah, Vucevic, it's the it's the exact same as Toronto. Like, it's a fine value for Vucevic. The Bulls ha- shouldn't be. Yeah, it does it. nothing. Exactly, it's not going to move the needle. It doesn't move the needle. Uh, my last pick of the bad contracts draft, man. It, it was about to be Jock Lawndale. It, it was going to be Jock Lawndale until they released that it was just the first year guaranteed. Um. Man, part of me wants to go Bruce Brown, but I really like Bruce Brown. That's a well, lot Bruce of Brown, it's a team option on the second year. <clears throat> yeah, so there's some flexibility there. Uh, I'll be rude. I really like this player just because I think he's funny. Why is DeAndre Jordan <laughs> still getting contracts? For what? He's got a ring, buddy. 
I, I know, but like, just why? Um, no, really though, I will go with. There really weren't too many terrible contracts. This is like this is. I've got, uh, one. I've got my last pick. Rui Hachimura. That was going to be my last pick. Well, get get tonight, buddy. Um, I think he's a good player. Seventeen mil a season just seems a little bit steep. That's just that's just a little bit steep for me. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe he'll be fine for Lakers. That's a lot of money though. So I'll steal Sam's last pick there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say Schroeder. It's only 12, yeah. 12, 7 for two years. Not the worst. Not terrible. Niang's only on eight million. Mm-hmm. A lot of these lower. That's what I'm saying. Lower contracts are not that bad. Not terrible. Dwight Powell three for twelve. And he plays a good amount of minutes. He is older. They like him too. There, they really like him there. D'Angelo Russell's only two years. You can go Kuz. Kuz, no. I don't know if that Kuzma one's too bad, especially with like I would say that's a tradable contract. Sure. Mm. Sure. I don't know, man. It's tough. There weren't too many bad deals. <clears throat> Kyrie's not making your list. It's <laughs> mm. for the principal. Well, the Kyrie deal is funny because it kind of helped them in the first year, so I can't say it's <laughs> yeah. the worst deal. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would say that three years of Kyrie D-Lo. is interesting. You could throw a deal on there. Yeah, I think I'll go D-Lo, even though yeah. it's only two years. It's an okay chunk of your salary. But they're in the same situation as the Celtics now, where their bigger stars and main core is locked up long-term. So do you really mm-hmm. need to worry about player X making... <laughs> 17 18 million. no yeah i agree also honorable mention for the good contracts list russ at four mil a season is really good oh russ is a good one he That's just had a really good, good like close to the season with the clippers <laughs> russell wilson russell wilson russell westbrook is getting paid same point four, in their career yeah right russell westbrook is getting paid four million a season to average 16 five and seven and a half <laughs> like like it's really good value good for value. the clippers yeah that's what i'm saying pat bev's probably a decent contract too not bad. I will say I did see a tweet. Uh, Bobby Kuritsky sent it to our group chat and said uh, the tweet was from I'm just going to go find it now. Michael Levin of he's just like a big Twitter personality TV writer. Pat Bev and PJ Tucker snarling at the opposing bench while they get beat by the first step of anyone born after the Berlin Wall fell. Going to need some athletes. <laughs> Philly might be in trouble. <clears throat> yeah, who knows? The Harden stuff there. came out after our last pod, right? Oh, did it? Have we not talked Harden? I don't know if we talked Harden yet. Maybe we haven't. Well, let's transition Harden. to James Harden then. Yeah. Get James ready Harden to wants uh, get ridiculed, buddy. Uh, the Clippers, buddy. James Harden's a loser. James Harden opted <laughs> into the final year of his contract just to say trade me. You know what the best part about uh, free agency is you can sign wherever you would like. Now, you might not make $36.5 million or $35.5 million a year. But yes, uh, you can play wherever you would like. So you yep. can't really have your cake and eat it too. They should Unless really you're James Harden. That. It's nonsense. Oh, he did pretend to be fat. Uh, Clippers and the Knicks seem like the most likely teams. Uh, I think he probably ends up with the Clippers. Is what it is. They should send him to Siberia. Him and Dame. <laughs> yeah. Dame yeah, officially right. requested the trade today. After yeah, we can uh, we'll, two we'll months briefly, of just yeah. a big circle jerk. Will he leave? Will he not leave? Uh, what will the brief. Blazers do to keep him interested and the answer was paid jeremy grant the entire salary cap well uh, the best so part about that is they didn't have to honor and then it. like they, yeah they didn't have to honor it and they still did but now dame said trade me to miami that is the team i want to play for 
Uh, best thing about that, no, no trade clause. Get ready to learn <laughs> Siberian, buddy. Joe Cronin was like, uh, GM was like, mm, well, we'll trade you where we want. <laughs> w. Joe Cronin. R- Ramona yeah, Shelburne. Good for him. Ramona Shelburne tweeting out, Dame has a lot of respect for the Spurs. Woj pointing out that he doesn't have no trade clause. Spurs, eyes emoji, question mark, maybe for Dame. Now. Yeah. Dame who doesn't want to play with young players. Can I make you mad on the podcast? Sure. It's all point. Marcus Smart, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum. Fits not great. Dame, Tatum, and Porzingis. I'm not saying they should do it. I'm just saying that sounds very fun. Do you know Who what I'm saying? Would you rather pay $60 million? For the future, Jalen. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not completely advocating it for it. But do I think it makes them a better team right now? Yes. I don't think it moves. I don't think it makes a difference. I think the Porzingis thing makes more of a difference than that. I think I think Dame instead of Jalen would make them a better basketball team. I think Dame will start getting attacked in the playoffs on defense. Maybe. He's not Kemba. Make no mistake. He's not. No. He is getting he's old. He's not a good defense. He's, he's, he's a, not he's a, a young guard. Young. He's a small guard that relies on athleticism to get to the rim. He obviously can shoot. Also, but, for what it's worth, Dame's contract will end one year before Jalen's extension does. Okay, I'd rather have the extension still. <laughs> I'm Again, I'm not advocating for it. I'm not saying they should do it. I'm just saying post-Porzingis nope, trade – Post Porzingis trade, I think it's a lot more intriguing at the very least. Mm. Um, but yeah, Dame wants out. The Nets and the Heat were f- first name dropped as potential destinations. Then it was like, nope, Miami. I want to go to Miami. Um, and then Miami was like, we don't want to trade Caleb Martin in the deal. Which is <laughs> just like, if that could, guys. Good for them. On. Yeah. Stay um, your ground, Miami. I don't know. Maybe by the time we are putting this out. Dame is Dame is a heat. Dame's Dame a loser. Is a, no. He waited like two months just to do everything, do the thing that everyone knew he was going to do anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, that being said, Portland, Scoot Henderson, Anthony Simons, Shaden Sharp, uh, plus whatever, whatever draft picks, whatever return, gonna be good again. Why they released Trenton Watford though? That was that's that's and Jeremy why. Grant. Don't forget him. <laughs> True. They will yeah. have Jeremy Grant. Um. I saw something along the lines of, I forget where I saw this. I think Jake Fisher reported this. Uh, the Trailblazers are looking for a third team to get involved to take on Tyler Hero's salary. <laughs> See, that I don't know so if the funny. Tyler Hero contract's that bad. It's not, but like, would do you want to roll out Scoot Henderson, Anthony Simon, Shaden Sharp, Tyler Hero? That's no. a lot of guards. I understand you know from them. But like I don't know how hard it should be to get a team to take Hero I think back. the Spurs. If I'm the Spurs, Celtics, I'd be, okay. would you rather have Brogdon or Hero? You personally. <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious. Smirking. No, uh, I'm genuinely curious. Tyler Hero. Okay. I think Tyler Hero is a better player. I don't think it's a crazy question to ask. Both guys yeah. have won six man of the year. Hero lost all value in Miami. Six man they just, of the year. Yeah. He lost all value to the Heat because they just made a finals run without him. That being said, <laughs> he was injured in the last two playoffs that they were in. So, I mean, at that point, though, why would Portland want Brogdon? I'm not saying that. I'm saying, oh, just in general. I'm I'm just thinking, like, because I was like, well, what is Hero's value? Because, like, why is it that hard to get a team to take him on? I don't, I don't think he's the best. I think he's annoying. I think his stupid outfits suck. But he's like 23. (laughs) It's like the the pool contract. Yeah, it's like whatever. I guess I don't know. I don't think it's terrible. (laughs) It is weird. I do understand. 
Shall we rat list it up and get it out of here? Rat Sam? list it up. Yeah, I'm ready. Do, would you like to go first? For the yes. Rat? Don't do it. No, I'm not oh. doing what you think I'm doing. Oh, oh, oh. okay. Go ahead. Then. <laughs> rat list. Why does it look like this? I, I had the wrong one. Rat list Elon. Yes. Elon has ruined Twitter officially. So people oh. were really mad when Elon bought Twitter and he took him a really long time to piss me off officially. I didn't like the check mark thing, of course, but I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, then today, you can only refresh Twitter so many times. Isn't that the whole point of Twitter is to read you news? Saw, and they you saw his tweet, right? How many, yeah, it was like if you pay for Twitter, believe you can read 6,000 posts a day. If you don't, then you can read 600. The Rockets have agreed to a one-year $6 million deal with Jeff Green. <laughs> oh. Jeff Green goes back to Houston. Yeah. That's weird. Um, yeah, you can only see X amount of tweets. Don't worry, though, Sam. He said it's improving from 800 to 600 or 600 to 800. Also, there, people who pay can see 10 times the amount as people who – like, that's just well, so shit. The whole point of Twitter – I mean, first of all, rat, double Ratless for doing this during free agency. Yeah, that's just do this in August or September. What a rat! Don't do this during like a massive Twitter news <clears throat> cycle. Elon sucks. Elon sucks. I mean, this that's is terrible guy. for people that are doing news. How e- the hell are Elon... you supposed to find your stories? E- Elon got three hundred and eight thousand quote tweets. People, I mad. don't know why. How does that make your product better? Genuinely, how does that? How does that make that more user friendly for Twitter? From, from it, an objective standpoint, if you hate the guy. It's temporary because they were having too much like lag issues, but still Ratless. Lag uh, issues? Twitter's never, never had this. No. Uh, Ratlist. So I played golf today. I can't just Ratlist something. It needs a story. It needs an explanation. <clears throat> I played golf today. Awful. It was terrible. Didn't play well. Had fun, though, because it's a course I'd never played before. It was with our, our friend Danny and a couple of his buddies. It was good. Um, at the turn, Danny and I ordered chicken Caesar wraps. Good. They, they were good. Mm-hmm. dressing was alive but they were good they did not cut the chicken caesar wraps it was just like a burrito, so you had a burrito. yeah i it prefer was just that like, what why yeah because if it was you also have two it was also falling apart cut, it was crumbling it was if you have it cut in half it falls apart at the openings no. how are you eating your wraps you eat one half at a time, so the other half sits on the plate, and when you pick it up, the stuff falls out of the open end. Not if it's wrapped in tinfoil like a good wrap. Oh, no, I don't get wraps like that. Mine wasn't wrapped in tinfoil, but I'm saying, like, that's how you do it. You're supposed to wrap the wrap in tinfoil, cut it oh, in half. I didn't know. So- I've never – I don't know if I've ever had a wrap like that, except burritos. What? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. No. <clears throat> uh, or paper or something. Anyways, yeah, rat- ratless that. That being said very good it was it was a good season rep needed a little more dressing but i was good also ratless can't really ratless myself i can ratless ratless the rough at golf <clears throat> ratless the rough at golf i went to hit a shot the rough was so thick that i topped the ball and everyone we were looking forward it went into the ground because it was a little bit wet like i, I just put the ball in the ground i topped it perfectly where the ball didn't move at all the rough was tough today and it's very hilly course so i was going up and down i shot a 113 after shooting a 91 yesterday. Mm. Terrible. Bad. Bad day. Anyways. Ratless golf. No. Yeah, I made you wait. No. no golf. Wrong. First team all overrated. Golf. And here's no. why. <laughs> let no, me, and let I, me I explain why. And I have a counterpoint when you're done. I know. The, the counterpoint is I'm not good at golf. Very true. No. No. It's more in depth. But yes. Go ahead. 
golf takes far too long to play. Golf, there's a lot of waiting. There's a lot of waiting. There's of a lot course, of waiting. If, if you're behind somebody like the, the group I played with, we play slow because we're not good. You have to wait for the group in front of you. You have to wait for your people you're playing with. Mm-hmm. You're just standing there. I'd rather waste my day away playing Xbox. I'd rather go have play basketball. Have a good time. You have your good time play. Literally, just go sit and watch. Like you YouTube took cards, videos. right? You took yeah. cards, right? Yeah, we took a card. I'm just. Things fun. It's nice, it's nice day outside. I think the thing about golf, you can be bad and still enjoy golf. I'm bad and still enjoy golf. You can't not know how to play and still enjoy golf. Has you ever played before? Only on like Xbox. Okay, so no, that's <laughs> not even close to the same thing. Um. <clears throat> If you don't know how to play golf, you're not going to have fun, right? You, like, I, the reason I know how to play golf is because my dad and my grandpa love golf. So we took, like, lessons as a kid, like, briefly. So, like, at least I, I'm not good, but I know how to play. <clears throat> so because I know how to play, I enjoy it more, even though I'm bad. If you don't know how to play and you're just messing around for five hours, it's not going to be fun. So I understand why it's not. I'd rather go play poker. I'd sure. literally rather go and play blackjack. We're going to golf this summer, though. I'm going to make you go golfing. With <sighs> yeah, tough. Golfing. Tough, man. buddy. Get ready to learn the greens, buddy. <laughs> How'd you shoot? Oh, you didn't greens. keep score. Hey, come on. That was... <laughs> I started keeping um, score, and then I just said, use? that's enough of that. Where'd Rentals. you get on the first hole? I didn't even finish. I literally didn't finish. <laughs> well, it I had a, a 10 mess. on a hole today, so can't be much worse. Yeah, um, I definitely did that. <laughs> happens. It happens. That's all I got, though. I, I didn't have many rattles today. Uh, I, I didn't um, have a crazy day. No, no rat. No. Oh, pretty good. I got game. actually, I do have one more. So I don't know if you're familiar with golf etiquette at all, but generally, don't talk when someone's swinging. That's, it. I'm mm. sure you know that, right? Someone's swinging, you shut up. These guys went to the tee box directly next to ours. So, like, we're one hole here hitting one way, and they're another hole on the opposite side of the fence hitting the other way. They're just yelling <laughs> they are just yelling they're they're like they said something along the lines of like what do you guys want to do later just chill and then they go chill and i choose you like in sync like pokemon or whatever like just randomly and so danny is sitting at the ball ready to hit and he hears them do that and he just starts dying laughing he goes i gotta step off i, I gotta i gotta wait a second and so we spent like five minutes at the tee box trying to hit and laughing because these guys are just like talking about random at shit least they made like, you laugh thing. But the thing is, they had to drive by us to get to the tee box, so they knew we were <laughs> right there. Um, yeah, rat, ratless talking to the tee box. That's all I got, though. Anything Golf else for you today? Stupid. Yeah. No, it. we'll we'll have a nice round at some point. Did you stop at the turn? Did you stop at the? We played nine holes. Okay, sure. Oh, you didn't even golf that long. Would you spend three hours out there, Max? I don't know. Whatever, many hours too long. Nine hours is like two and a, nine holes is like two and a half hours. That's that's cool. a long time. Come on, that's you, an afternoon. Did you just hear what you just said? Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours is a long time to do anything. You you have sat gaming for longer than three. You hours. you two and a half hours is a basketball. That is an NBA game. Yeah, and you sit there watching. And you have played game. half a round of golf. Dude, you're just hanging. It's it's like a day out. You're day out wasting your time. No, no, no. I there's yes, just so many rad things I'd rather do. No. Anyways, thank you all for tuning in. We, we appreciate it very much. Uh, as soon as we wrap up recording, someone's going to do something. Back on the, the Celtics. 
the Celtics are going to do something. Dame's going to get traded. Something's going to happen. Um, but we're here. We recorded. We, we did a nice show for this. is th- Sunday. You guys have been killing, loving the Sunday pod. Mm-hmm. So hopefully yeah. you'll continue to love them. But we appreciate y'all. Thank you for the support. We're at like, how many subs are we at now, Sam? We're climbing. 677. 677 subscribers is crazy. So we appreciate you guys very much. Thanks for showing love. Five leave five stars on Spotify and Apple if you if you you know if you'd like, we would appreciate it. And leave a comment on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. Thank you very much, Sam. Please take us home. Yeah, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching or on the YouTube, make sure you subscribe, join the other 677. Make sure you hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our daily uploads this summer. We're doing a ton of stuff. We're doing these daily summer league preview episodes that have been doing really well make sure you don't miss any of those get yourself excited for next week's tip off there uh for the streaming services follow us leave a five-star review leave a nice comment uh for social media how about them c's twitter instagram tiktok facebook is just the name of the podcast you can get any streams we do there as well as the youtube you can follow jack at jack's money nba you can follow me at sam of france nba on twitter hopefully you can see our tweets as if for us Tick, tackle.